Hey, welcome back to the program. My name is Alan Carter. Appreciate you being with me. We got snow in the forecast. Oh, great. Just what we need. A little bit more snow to, you know, put a nice fresh dusting on top of those mounds of hardened ice that, I don't know, if you live in the city of Toronto, it's crazy still seeing cars that have not been moved from the big snowfall a week ago, and now they are just encased in ice. You had to get a jackhammer to get it out. I can tell you that it's not just here, not just here. No, Athens, Greece, a blanket of heavy snow has covered Greece from the Acropolis to Athens, in Athens to the islands to the south. Air traffic has been disrupted. Transportation has been pretty much been just absolutely brought to a halt. Uh, so snow hitting Greece as well. We'll find out later today whether or not we have enough snow here. We're only really not a ton expected in terms of the forecast, probably not enough to get Doug Ford out with his tiny shovel to dig you out of a snowbank. I can tell you this, if you have a teenager in the TDSB, that board has still not yet decided whether or not to run normal second semesters or continue with the modified semesters. I, I got a, a high schooler, so I know this pretty pretty well, and I was just asking him yesterday, Are you are, like the news before was they have these modified semesters now which are very difficult on kids because it, essentially you... you pile in a ton of learning in one subject. You don't touch the other subject for a long time. It's very difficult for kids to try and wrap their head around. There's been a lot of kind of negative outcomes, I think, from it. And the word was we're going to go back to a normal semester with four classes and, you know, alternating days. But now the TDSB, now just putting this out, we continue to consult with the Toronto Public Health regarding semester two, and we'll share details and guidelines as soon as they are confirmed. In other words, no news yet. The next semester begins a week Wednesday, week three. Thursday, perhaps, is the new semester. So that gives you a sense of the timeline there. How do Canadians feel about Omicron and where we are with COVID-19? A new survey done for Global News found that 67% of Canadians agree that they're worrying that even if everyone is vaccinated, it is not going to be enough to stop Omicron and that there's more variants coming. To talk more about this new polling information, I'm pleased to welcome back to the program our health reporter, Jamie Marocker. Hi, Jamie. How's it going, Alan? Well, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm, I'm as good as it can be on a, on a Monday when we're getting more snow. <laughs> Send over the Premier with his tiny shovel, if you would. <laughs> um, so this is new Ipsos polling that has uh, just dropped. What does it tell us? What's the headline? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is that the majority, so two and three Canadians, want to see the government impose further measures on the unvaccinated population. As if, Alan, this pandemic hasn't been polarizing enough, but we are still here where we have this great divide between vaccinated and unvaccinated Canadians, although it's only about, you know, 20% of um, the eligible population that's still not vaccinated. So I, I find that interesting because, you know, you talk about whether or not we should tax the unvaxxed and all the rest mm -hmm. of the measures that Canadians want to support. But at the same time, take that number I first gave you that said, you know, 67% of us doesn't, doesn't seem to matter whether or not they're vaxxed or not. Those are two things that seem to be at odds with each other. Yeah, so... When it comes to the tax specifically, it's it's not I, it's the slim majority of Canadians that, that support a tax. It's about 52 percent. But um, the larger majority does want to see further measures on the unvaccinated population. And I actually just had the chance to sit down um, with a Harvard professor who specializes in bioethics to talk about whether this is, could be considered, you know, medical coercion and how far watching how far governments have gone right to um, allow vaccinated people some liberties and 
unvaccinated people, um, they see more restrictions. So ethically, um, because we're in a crisis, because we're in a pandemic, it's unprecedented times. I know everyone hates that term. It's um, unprecedented, unprecedented how many times the word unprecedented is yeah. used. So because we're still in this scenario and Omicron has provided a whole new can of worms, it is okay to, um, you know, for the greater good and for the good of our healthcare system to impose vaccine mandates. What's not okay is for them to become permanent things. We can't um, permanently put these type of restrictions and, 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 you know, cause this polarization in society. But for the time being, where we have exhausted all other options and, and this is the best course going forward to keep people out of hospital, um, you know, the ethics the, ex- the ethics experts I've spoken with say it, it is okay at this point. We're also going to be talking to two different businesses who are on different sides of the coin. You know, one's really supporting vaccine mandates and one um, that's not an anti-vaxxer, but really believes that it's created this great divide in society. So um, there's, a, there's a lot to dive into today. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of go back and forth on this. I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. get that sense of like, you know, the selfishness of those who are unvaxxed. But at the same time, we're at a a fairly small number. And I think we're kind of at a point now that those who have said no up until this point, I don't know if any more cajoling or, you know, any more ad campaigns or even saying you can't come into the LCBO. I don't even know if that is going to work to get people vaxxed. It's so funny you say that because the expert, the Harvard expert that I just got off the phone with, did bring that up that we're we're past the point of um, lotteries and campaigns and you know explaining why vaccination is the best choice. That's why they're saying ethically at this point it is okay to um, restrict unvaccinated Canadians from doing certain things because you are trying to uh, I guess save the healthcare system from possible collapse. We know that transmission with Omicron is going to happen whether you're vaccinated or not. That's not um, really what this is about. It's more about the severity of illness and trying to keep people out of ICU and quell that number. Yeah, so, I'm so I'm so happy you brought that up. I had a caller in the in the last segment, and I get calls and emails like this all the time. Where it's like, why does it matter whether we're vaxxed or not? Look at the vaxxed versus unvaxxed in the hospitals. What's fifty fifty? Sometimes even higher in terms of the vaxxed. Your point, well taken there, Jamie. That it is not about whether or not you can get it whether you're vaxxed. It's about what happens if you do get it and you're unvaxxed and what the impact would be on the healthcare system. Yeah, and and generally speaking, it is uh, more severe if you are uh, unvaccinated, if you are older, if you have um, underlying conditions. Um, And some people, none of that applies, right? You're unvaccinated and you just get, unfortunately, um, um, you know, unlucky. So I think... At this point, what the experts are saying is it is about the greater good. That's not to say that this continues forever. Um, that is, you know, not a good idea is the overwhelming sense that I'm getting. Um, and from this polling, the overwhelming sense when it comes to what Canadians think is that there should be that separation of vaccinated and unvaccinated. And it's such a difficult conversation to have. And you said it, Alan, it is so extraordinarily polarizing. And we are mixing politics and health at this point. Yeah, I, absolutely. And the politics is right there. Every decision, you, you know, whether you're looking at Britain saying, oh, all vax, all vax rules are removed, and that's a political decision. 
every decision seems to be filtered through the politics of it all. I'm looking forward to your story. Thanks, Jamie. Great to talk to you. You too. Bye, Alan. That's Jamie Barocker, who is our health specialist here on Global News, and you can see her reporting uh, on Global News at five between 5.30 and 6.30. You can also see me. Well, now that's exciting, isn't it? Because uh, one of my other jobs is that I am I'm the anchor guy. I'm the anchor man. I'm the burgundy. I'm the local news burgundy here in Toronto, and I hope you can join me tonight on Global News. My name is Alan Carter.